let's talk about sex. Welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio with Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris. How are you doing, Gina? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful morning here in Tennessee. That's awesome. And so wherever you are and however you're taking time out of your day to listen to us, we want to say thanks. And we're glad, glad you joined us. You can find more of us at sexymarriageradio.com. And as always, we would love to hear from you for any questions or feedback or thoughts that you have. You can email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Because we get lots of emails throughout the course of the time we've done this show together. And let's spend some time covering some of those. Yes, it really is our heart to answer each one. Sometimes uh, we get a lot in there more than we can handle at once. So yeah, and, we want to try to honor each one. And some of the things that are sent in, you know, we will we'll answer off air. Some become future shows. Mm-hmm. And obviously we will do everything we can to um, keep things anonymous because we're not, we're not about trying to embarrass people. But it is, right. it is one of those things that it's so interesting because when someone sends something in and says, hey, this is what's going on in my marriage or what do you think about this or or whatever's going on, it's, it, it relates to other people. You know, I know either you or I are like, oh yeah, we've been there, you know, in our own marriages, or we know people that are, or I've worked with people that have, or you've worked, you know, so we are not alone in this world with what we experience. Yeah. Pain is universal. And also couples are very different. So the way we read our sex life is so influenced by all the experiences that we've had up until now and the different meaning that we apply to everything. So pain is universal. Your struggles are probably shared by somebody else. And yet we recognize that each, each couple's unique and we can't always speak knowing the parts of the story that are left out. Right. Yeah, because that's that's some of the stuff is we don't get the whole picture because we just hear from one listener, and then we try to answer it for the one listener when the other listener, the spouse, is not involved listening, and so it really is is a tough a tough battle. But that doesn't mean it can't shift and and it can't change and improve. Yeah. By you doing some things differently, or bringing something up differently, or just being upfront about some things, and so absolutely. Here's here's kind of a theme of some of the emails that that have come in over the last several months, and mm-hmm. so we're doing some catch up, mm-hmm. and and it kind of the way it, it boils down in my mind is it, 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 there's two extremes, Gina, in the way I would kind of categorize these. You have the camp of where either the husband is ejaculating too fast, mm-hmm. or so sex is over too fast as far as the intercourse goes for him. And he's upset about that, or frustrated, trying to figure out. I'm try- I want ways to to deal with this. How can I? How can I improve this arena? Mm-hmm. And then, then you have the same camp of the wife wants it over too fast. You know, she, that's a different camp. Well, but it's, but it's on the same extreme of I. Exactly. I just want this to be over fast. You know, because because I'm more not interested in this. So just get it over with and move on. With you know, get away from me. Aww, and then you have the other side of just it's it's trouble orgasming or it's it's trouble it's too slow you know it it, it you can't maintain an erection or you know so there's all these physical manifestations that that unfold 
and are wreaking havoc in the married life and in the bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Too fast, too slow, too hot, too cold, <laughs> uninterested, too interested. So too cranky. I think I think one way to frame to frame our discussion today is to realize that I think we all have times where we fit into these categories. So so it is a universal thing. You know, that you have times where it's just like, wow, that was different than you know, I, I really had trouble with that one, or that one was really fast, or I really didn't want that one, or you know, and you just have stages where it's just ah, that one was just off. Right. And so it, it's to kind of, I guess, frame it in the sense that we all face this. So it, it gets down to what's the deeper things going on? What's, what's underneath it all? Because it's not just performance then, I think, most of the time. Well, or sometimes it just is where there's, it's like saying, wow, not every dinner was a five-star dinner this week. You know, sometimes it's just good that you're thankful that you're not going hungry and <laughs> you're blessed. So let's start with the attitude that, you know, you've got something good. You have something worth building on. So let's start with the, the first one. Okay, let's yeah, that's that's where I was thinking is let's go with the too fast. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the the caveat I have to add to this, I guess, is that this is assuming that both members of the marriage are on board with this. Because some of the fixes or things you can try require both partners because it is a collaborative thing. I think what made it evolve to where premature ejaculation is a big issue for a lot of men is because of the porn culture we've in masturbation mm-hmm. culture we we live in and are raised in sadly for lots of men because mm-hmm. that's a very quick get it done you know reach a goal and move on be secretive and and that just that plays out then in the bedroom and that's hard you have to relearn and rewire your brain because mm-hmm. of the, the effects of porn and masturbation as a, as an adolescent and even as a man. Exactly. So some of it has to be relearned. And so that means your wife has to be willing to be a part of that, to help with the relearning of it. Otherwise, it's kind of a perpetuation of what you've been doing. Yeah. And so part of that value and getting that to work is going to be the – fact that you are placing a lot of value on her and on the relationship itself. So anytime there's an issue, it helps to speak on behalf of the relationship and not just out of selfishness and not just as an attack against your mate. So it's it's all to grow the relationship. So too fast, that was one issue, bad habits you know, training yourself to be too fast. Right. And those, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it evolves. And I think one of the things that I have found that works best with couples I've worked with in this re in this issue is mm-hmm. you, you set up some scenarios where the focus starts to become more her than him. Mm-hmm. In actuality, the encounters are all her, not him. Mm-hmm. And so one of the, one of the great techniques or things you can do is and this is just part of the relearning your brain and relearning your body and the senses is spend time whatever when the next time you're going to have sex together is all about her so you lie naked next to each other she's on her back he's on his side 
he pleasures her with his fingers. That's the whole focus. And while that's going on, she strokes him, but not to orgasm. And well, so, even that's going to take some warming up to get there. Well, yeah, it's not just okay. Let's time. It's time to start. You know, it's you know. <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm at the gynecologist. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's not really warm and fuzzy. That's cold and yeah, whatever, sterile. Um, but it, but it is one of those that that's that's you set up the scenario to where that's what we're going to do, and and so you have foreplay, have the kisses, have the talk, have all that kind of stuff that whatever sets it up. But you don't go to sex. You do. The whole point is you're bringing her to orgasm with your fingers, and she's just stroking you but not to orgasm because the the whole goal is you don't you just enjoy the feeling and the focus of her because as a man then that makes you have to focus on her pleasure she becomes the center and then also what you're feeling in the middle of it and in, in, in the midst of it yeah and sometimes people recommend doing that even over the course of a few days where you're leading up to even being that much naked or that much genitalia involved. Right. So maybe it's just back massage or, uh, you know, then shower and then uh, just where you're progressing, but learning to connect uh, emotionally and physically and exactly take the pressure off of the need to perform. And take the pressure off of the need to finish exactly <laughs> you know because there's times i think of my own marriage and and times where just for whatever reason yeah i wasn't gonna finish you know during sex an encounter and it would I, you know i would say to myself that's not a big deal it's not a big deal but deep down i'm like yeah it is why why is that such an identity thing you know it's like i couldn't perform you know ah, so you have to kind of really learn to self-soothe and and re-identify who you are in the midst of yeah. that and because of men and the way we are with when it comes to our penis and our identity there's a lot tied together with that yeah but again the way that you do sex is the way that you do life and so that same concept being bigger than your penis being bigger <laughs> than your performance being bigger than your career bigger than your game bigger yeah. than whatever your identity is right now unless your identity is very spiritually established will help you in fact that is how to help you be just be bigger and more spiritually connected right so that's going to help right and so and to realize that it, i'm glad you went there gina because that that makes you realize also that with sex is a language that where else are you having issues mm -hmm. with your performance quote unquote where mm -hmm. else are you just what cutting corners to get things done exactly. you know or where else are you not enjoying something or just wishing it would be over and just grin and bear it kind of stuff? Because those are things that play out in the bedroom and also play out outside the bedroom. Exactly. How present are you? How, how much vitality are you giving right now, this moment? Is you, wherever you are listening to us, how present are you with the surroundings around you? Are you driving? Are you, are you really present? Get used to really giving your vitality, bringing your presence and energy in everything that you do. We, I feel like we say this on every show, yeah, we do. but it will help you yep. to focus on a process and not just an end event. 
So that's the key that we, as a performance coach, that's our key with all our athletes, of course, per, focus on the uh, process. And if, for your performance, the same thing. Enjoy all the elements that are not tied to your end all result and <laughs> all of endings right yeah and that and that's just the idea of of learning you know because uh, uh, i'm assuming other men are going to be like me in that when you get involved in a situation with sex and and you're going along and now let's go to the other extreme of it's it's too slow okay okay you can't you you, you can't reach climax and you're going along and then all of a sudden you start pressing yourself you're like oh no you know and then you're, you're more pressure on yourself and more stress because oh i gotta i gotta finish this because she's getting tired and she wants me to be done and you know you get this whole thing this whole script going off in your head and meanwhile she your wife's probably sitting there going what in the world you know calm down relax or or she could no, be going not. she could be going get done man come on <laughs> stop stop already <laughs> but why does that have to define what you do i mean it's the same thing i ask couples of how do you know when sex is over exactly and and the without fail majority of them well well when he climaxes we're done mm -hmm. because he falls asleep <laughs> I'm like, okay, but that's your body dictating what happens as opposed to you choosing what happens. You know, what if you chose to do something different? What if, you know, what if in the midst of those times when all of a sudden the pressure's building and you've lost it in the sense of I'm not going to reach orgasm, speak up. Don't don't shell up into your into your little cocoon and oh power through it. I can find my way and I'll fantasize my way through this. And no, just speak up and say, hey, wait, I lost it. Where are you? And 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 bring it back to a relational component rather than an individual thing. There is a whole camp of sex aficionados that completely embrace an entirely different approach anyway, which would be no orgasm where orgasm's sort of a nuisance instead of the end result. And so they connect for these long periods of time, literally. Right. And it's a completely different experience. So, you know, it's, I've read whole manuals or whatever and thought, wow, I'm confused. <laughs> but I think that the whole concept is interesting because it's about connecting. And they would say this is about heart sex instead of hot sex. Yep. And it's a lot deeper and it's a lot more emotional and it's a lot more intimate and it's a lot more satisfying. And, and you're kind of sexually charged all the time then. And connecting is easier because you're always charged up and it's there's some magic to it. So just the thought of having a whole new paradigm about sex and what it's about can sometimes help you think completely differently. So you're saying it would be more about examining the intent of the moment and the encounter. Exactly. As it unfolds. Yeah. As opposed to, I just, I just really am ready to get my rocks off and, and move on. Yeah. So it's not about this moving towards a climax and orgasm, ejaculation, boom you know, wild and crazy. It's about this highly elevated. Some would say that you're almost in that orgasmic state for a long time. Okay. Yeah. So would you say that the couples that experience that already have a deeper connection outside of the bedroom too, before they start? 
I, there's tons of for there's tons of people on the forum you could ask uh, <laughs> the guy who who wrote to me they didn't you know it okay. was it was really something that needed help and so they thought well let's try this out he'd asked what my experience was with it and i was like "Woo, you're the first person to so, tell yeah, me about none. it okay i mean because that's that's where the way we frame it and the idea of sex is a language that mm -hmm. it would seem like you could get to a point where in a sense sex is going on in your marriage a majority of the day because of the connection you have with each other and it's nothing genitalia or right. physical it's just that f unfolding connection together it's just that kind of in sync it's just that kind of you're really clicking because how many couples do we get emails from gina that say things are good you know we get along great but not mm -hmm. in the bedroom yeah we get that a lot yeah i mean that's pretty common that we co-parent well we run a household well we we live together well but when mm -hmm. it comes to being lovers not so well yeah so wouldn't that be great to sort of elevate that to where Instead of just existing, you felt like you were making love all the time, and sometimes you had great sex. Sometimes you have, <laughs> sometimes you have okay sex, but you're still making love all right. the time. Right, because it is then, and I think that goes back to some of the stuff we talked about. Of it's kind of a state of being that you assume the roles you are in your in your marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, you you know you know who you are. You know who you're not. You're willing to venture out and try some other things. And not just shoot it down because of unknown or uncertainty, but mm -hmm. you're kind of, all right, I'm going to keep pursuing, you know, I'm going to keep going after you. I'm going to keep, you know, and, and that's what's so funny. Cause I think of couples that I've had in my office that have said, you know, they've, they've reached some trouble with their sex life. And the wife has even said, I love it when you would, would come up and you couldn't keep your hands off me. Yeah. And his response is, I always thought that annoyed, annoyed you. Oh, exactly. You know, and it's just that because, and it could be just because one time her facial reaction was just, really? And <laughs> and then he got wounded and that took a bigger reaction as opposed to staying the course of who he wants to be and realizing that that's just a situational thing that may not be an entirety thing. Yeah, exactly. I let my husband know all the time. I am so glad that you still think I'm sexy. I like that. I like being pursued. So sure, the more you communicate, the more you engage, the more you stay present with your own body. Like, I, There's no substitute, I think, for being physically fit and in tune with your body. Right. My, it's night and day in my life, how right. responsive I am, how quick I am to connect, how much energy I have. There's just no comparison to right. the Gina, the couch potato or Gina who's working out. Right. So. And that's not contingent on where you're starting from. It's, it's where you're heading. If, if you have upward trending yeah. going on, yeah. you feel better. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could be way overweight, but if you lose five pounds, that's an upward trend and you're going to feel better. Absolutely. So it's it's just that idea of realize this is a process. So keep in mind because when you and then when we go to the other extreme of too slow, mm -hmm. I think the same components apply that it's it's let go of attachment to a goal mm -hmm. of of climaxing and and relearn and reconnect 
and create that alliance together of, okay, how can we create something better outside of the bedroom and inside the bedroom? And then just kind of know the results will come along with it. Yeah. So outside the bedroom, you can start having this conversation or exploring these ideas together. And then when you're in the moment, you know, you feel like you're taking too long. This is, this is getting frustration. Ask, ask. Yeah. Change it up too. Because how many times do you get into this script of, well, I'm just going to pound away till I'm done. You know, well, (laughs) all right. Sometimes you got to just, let's, let's take a break. (laughs) Let's, let's, you get on top. I want to come at you from behind. Let's stand up. Let's, let's do this over here on the, let's go to the dining room table. Let's go to the (laughs) rooftop. Let's get in the shower. Let's, I mean, change it up. And that works on both sides. That works on the premature problem and the too slow problem, because all of a sudden that disconnect reconnect could be at a deeper level. Yeah. Generally people are insecure. So if you have, if you have insecurities, this is a really great place to be reminded of them discover them, uh, bring them to the surface, you know, so it's all an invitation to grow up and celebrate the fact that you're having grown up sex, which means you're facing some of these things. That's grown up sex. That in itself is exciting. Exactly. You're not a, adolescent here yep that's that's real that's real life yeah that's good so that's the stuff that when you when you're thinking of i don't know the takeaway for me gina would be that sex is a language again Mm -hmm. when it comes to performance issues i mean that's really what we're talking about so it's it's put performance issues aside and and become a better linguist of the language Mm -hmm. you're living yeah, and a better student of your spouse. Be excited about being a student of your spouse. And, hey. and yourself, because that's the, the idea sure. you talked at the end of your own insecurities. It's, it's realizing, yeah, yeah this, isn't, this doesn't have to define me. Right. You know, this, I'm, I'm more than this. So let's see what happens. Let's go again, you know, or let's, let's slow down or let's stop and we'll come back to it later or whatever. Absolutely. There are no scripts. You can so only, throw them out. That's right. You can write, or if there are, you can write. You can write new parts too. Yeah. Sure. Make yourself a new character. Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio. We're glad you joined us. Absolutely. Let us know what you think. If you got something you got on your mind, send us an email. We'd love to love to hear from you and, and interact any way we can help. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it well and enjoy. <laughs> See you later. Let's talk about.